Hello, I am Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and you are listening to Messages from the Universe. Here, I deliver information from the mastery realms related to astrology, planetary influences, energy surges, and generally how we are evolving. I connect with angels, guides, ascended masters, astral beings, and those that come forward with messages to help us on our journey. Welcome, everyone. Hello, this is Lori Wondra, and thank you for listening. We're coming up towards the time of year where many people are faced with taking vacation or losing it, meaning the end of the year might be upon you, and if you haven't taken your vacation, you lose it. It doesn't roll into the next year. Or you have found yourself in a place that summer has been so incredibly busy that you've just not been able to get away, and now you're faced with winter coming upon you. You'd love to go sit by a beach, maybe dip your toes in the ocean. Ocean, and so you're planning on how do I get away? Well, the question that I pose to you and what I'm going to talk about is why do you need to take time off? Why do you need to take a break? It's a fundamental part of our energy pause and a rejuvenation of our energy. Many of you might be thinking if I take time off, I just have to work harder leading up to when I am off. I have to have all my work done plus the work that I would do during the time I'm off or I have to hand it off to someone to take my place where I pay for all the piled up work when I return because there just is no one I can hand it off to. Everyone else has their own work to do and they just don't know how to do my work or they don't have time. These are all reasons that we give. Most individuals find that they aren't able to take the time emotionally, physically, or mentally. They may even believe that there's more stress involved to take time away than it is actually to take a vacation. I'm wondering if you're listening to this, do you have vacation time at the end of the year and that the policy is you have to use it or lose it and you're even stressing about that? Or you may even attempt to take the time off, yet you find that you're just having to take the work along with you or you have to do the work anyway. Does any of this describe you? If you can relate, then let's talk about this. There's a chemical reaction that happens in our body when we're under stress. And there is nothing that speaks to more stress than working hundreds of days without a physical, emotional, or mental break. We can take breaks away from the office physically, but are you aligning that time with emotional and mental breaks also? If you take a vacation, yet you're tethered to social media or your email or your phone, that's a physical tie. If you're taking a vacation, yet still checking on your emails or your voicemail or you're checking in, you're still working. If you take vacation, but tell people in any emergency situation, they can contact you. There is an etheric energy tie that is connecting you and telling your field of energy, be ready, be on alert, just in case that call comes in. You're still tethered energetically. If you take a vacation, yet you are emotionally worried about work or thinking about work, even if you take a phone call while you're away, oh, it's just one phone call, it's not a bother, or it's just a quick peek at email, you are not getting a break. Do you check in with those that are still in the office? The call might go something like this. Hi, 
it's Lori. I'm just checking in to make sure everything's okay. But I was also wondering about how blah, 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 blah is going. Well, that's just not taking a break. And I know that from experience. I used to do that when I was in corporate America. Do you go on vacation or go on a retreat, yet you're posting pictures to social media every day? Are you really retreating? Or you might go out with friends or family and you spend time with your eyes on your phone or you're snapping food pictures and posting those pictures. Are you living your life outward to the world through endless pictures on social media? Or are you present with where you are and who you are with? Are you really present with the moment? And are you really present with yourself? Are you enjoying the moments you're in or the people that you're with? Or are you more tied to the images you're posting on social media, the perception you want to put out into the world? More tied to the image that you want the world to believe. You're creating that cellular memory. I remember a photo of when the queen was alive and she was making her way through a crowded street. And the photograph was of the crowd, not of the queen, but it was of the crowd. Everyone had their phones pointed up and at the queen as she was making her way down the street, except there was one elderly woman and she was without a phone. And she was leaning over the fence and just the look on her eyes, she was present. She was watching. She was absorbing every moment and she was in that moment. She was creating the picture, the memory in her mind for herself. She was allowing that imprint to be logged into her cellular memory. She was enjoying, feeling, thinking, being in that moment with all her senses instead of the distraction of having to get the best picture to share with others later or to look upon later. She wanted that moment for herself. And again, picture was locked into her memory. And I would believe that when she describes that moment to others, she will describe her presence of actually being there a thousand percent of her energy and not a distracted portion of herself. In modern days, we carry a cellular memory of this lifetime stress and past lifetime stress. We get to work through some of those past lifetime stresses. An example is perhaps a lifetime of starvation, famine, or chronic health issues. And in this lifetime, we have resources and the possibility to overcome those things. Our awareness of those places still struggling with starvation, famine, or health issues would trigger some in this lifetime to take corrective action using modern day resources to help those in need in some way. We are as much clearing karma and ancestral wounds as we have the capability to create new ones. Not tending to your physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual health is a wound. It's a hole in your auric field. Unrepaired, it will continue to create problems. We know that stress has a detrimental impact on the physical body, but stress and auric stress or not being present also is detrimental to the emotional body, the physical body, the mental body, the spiritual body, the astral body. An influential health guidelines group says U.S. doctors should regularly screen adults for anxiety. This is the first time the U.S. Preventative Services Task Force has recommended anxiety screening in primary care for adults without 
symptoms. We know change creates stress and it impacts the energy bodies. We also know that we live lives that invite stress into our space. And we know that that stress impacts our energy bodies. When we perceive a stressful circumstance that threatens us in some way, one for which we cannot predict or control the outcome, a primitive nervous system called the sympathetic nervous system turns on and the body mobilizes enormous amounts of energy in response to that stressor. Physiologically, the body is automatically tapping into the resource it will need to deal with the current danger. But somehow we don't equate not taking a break as being a danger. What happens in our physical body when we perceive stress or danger, our pupils dilate so we can see better, our heart rate and respiratory rate increases so we can run, fight, or hide. More glucose is released into the bloodstream to make more energy available to our cells and Our blood flow is shunted to the extremities and away from our internal organs so we can move quickly if we need to. The immune system initially dials up and then dials down as adrenaline and cortisol flood the muscles, provides a quick rush of energy to either escape or fend off the stressor. Circulation moves out of our rational forebrains and is instead relayed to our hindbrain, so we have less capacity to think creatively and instead rely more on our instinct to instantly react. Being in a state of worry or replaying a stress event continues this process. So just pause for a moment and think, are you in a work environment or are you in a daily environment that your body is engaging in this fight or flee chemical response to stress? That's why you need to take a break. That's what happens in our physical body. But our auric layers also are impacted. The etheric energy body, and that's the second layer. That's our skin to our energy fields. It feeds us information about me and they. It creates that separation. This auric field begins to contain holes and the difficulty between our inner and outer worlds is lost. We begin to lose the ability to differentiate between mine and yours, where that energy is coming from. It begins to feel like we're taking it all on. The chakra system in the body slows or even stops to self-preserve. The emotional energy body, that's the layer, that's the keeper of our feelings. It is here where both fears and celebrations reside. Feelings are gathered and explode in the space of rawness. We begin to shut down emotionally and the first thing we do is disconnect from other sources of emotions. People, the emotional body, which is where we manifest from, retreats. It flattens or moves to survival mode. It hunkers down. Emotions can be out of control or they can simply be none, non-existent. The chakra energy points for our identity, security, expression, intelligence, and intuitive spirit and basis is how we live is altered. The universe will begin to interject to wake us up from this state. This is when stuff starts to happen to our physical body. It wants to get us to move to get out of this drainage, this damaging part of our energy field. The mental energy body, that's where our belief systems are also stored. This is where our thoughts are assimilated and sorted out. It is where ideas evolve to the outer energy fields. In this layer 
Our personal truths, or rather our perceptions based on our experiences, are stored. This is where fear, doubt, overwhelm creep in. We move into analysis paralysis and further shut down from any or all opportunities that the universe may present. We simply are not able to think or process or create a pathway out of situations. Nothing presented to us is allowed in. Our filters are shut down. This is where we begin to say, oh, I tried that. It won't work. Nothing will work. We shut down hearing solutions or being creative to come up with solutions. And the astral or the spiritual energy body, this spiritual layer of the human energy field is the final layer. It has been said to be the place where our consciousness or our higher awareness resides. And we begin to lose our connection to our soul journey, our soul purpose, and the divine outer light that is always there to assist us. We have to work super hard to repair and to reconnect. Mentally, taking even one day off can help reset yourself mentally and make it easier to have a clear head once you're back at work. Physically, people who take vacations have lower stress, less risk of heart disease, a better outlook on life, and more motivation to achieve goals. But they're also more creative, more problem solvers, more resilient to stress, when it does come. Emotionally, depression can alter your level of thinking and productivity in the workplace. Taking some time off gives you a chance to take a pause, recharge, and rejuvenate. Be in your energy, but of course, all of these require you to be present. Remember, a day off will bolster your heart health and help prevent heart disease. It reduces stress, anxiety, and depression while increasing life satisfaction. It increases productivity and your ability to focus, and it lets you fall in love with your job again. If you're taking time off, just be aware how you're taking time off and question yourself, are you really taking Taking time off? Are you taking time off? Avoidance would be one question. Are you on vacation but don't know how to be with yourself? You're uncomfortable in the state of doing nothing. You don't know how to be with your friends or your spouse or your kids or family. You've forgotten how to have fun. You're on vacation, but you're not really on vacation. You're actually avoiding vacation. And it's easier perhaps for you to focus or to remain in the energy of stress, or remain in the energy of work? Do you have excess energy, excessive energy? Are you running on adrenal? So in a downtime, you don't know how to generate your own energy through fun, adventure, conversation, love, sleep, rest, reading a good book. If you have excessive energy, ponder where are you getting that energy from? Is work pushing that energy, but it's all based on adrenal. And at some point when that adrenal stops, where does the energy come from? Do you know how to be in nothingness? No schedule, no calendar, no phone, no social media, no place that you have to be. Nothingness. You can sleep when you want, eat when you want, do what you want to do. How often do you get to practice that place of simple nothingness? When I host retreats, I give people the itinerary. People want to know what they're going to do. Yet, there always tends to be one or two people that approach me during the retreat and they want to know exactly what we're doing next. What are we going to do tomorrow? What are we going to do later? And I think most of that time, the question comes simply from a 
habit of ourselves, just always having to plan ahead. We live in a world that's governed by clocks and schedules, and we're being told what is next versus just being in the moment, allowing yourself to trust what comes, comes, or allowing yourself to know, I have this itinerary, or I have this schedule, but I don't need to know what I'm doing two hours from now or tomorrow. I can just be in the vibration of the moment. I can use my senses to physically relax, emotionally relax, mentally relax, and spiritually relax. And when those things are relaxed, we allow the expansion to come in. It's one thing to be physically relaxed, but not to be emotionally, mentally, or spiritually. That doesn't allow the calm the answers from the universe or the messages from the universe to enter. We really want to get to a place where everything is relaxed, not just your physical being, your emotional body is relaxed, your mental body is relaxed, your spiritual body is relaxed. You're in this place of expansion. You don't have to worry or expect what's going to happen. You don't have to be emotionally prepared or mentally prepared or spiritually prepared for the unknown or for to be in that place of fight or flee. I believe that we all need to take longer vacations to give the opportunity to actually unwind. Traditionally, it takes a day or two for us to get to that place of unwinding. And then towards the end of the vacation, we find that we're already starting to wind back up to get ready to go back to work. We start thinking of everything that we have to do when we get back home, when we get back to the office, instead of enjoying every single moment of our holiday. It's either taking longer vacations or it's taking more frequent vacations or it's having those practices between that allow you to mentally, physically, emotionally unplug and get into rest mode. We do know how to take breaks. We do know how to have fun to entertain ourselves. We do know that it's in our cellular memory. Our ancestors did this. When the sun would set, they would become quiet too. They lived more by the seasons and the cycles of the weather. If it was too hot to work, they would do it early in the morning or in the evening, and then they would rest or play during the day. If there was no light, they would sleep. They would relax. Their sleep, work, eat cycles matched more of the earth, nature, and the crops that were available at that time of year. They didn't live by the hourly clock. They lived by the sun and the seasons. They lived by the animal seasons. When the geese or the ducks were migrating, when the animals were mating, birthing, or migrating, they lived by the seasons. That is in us. That's in our cellular DNA. So we know how to do that. We may even yearn for that. And I know for myself, in the wintertime, I start craving more of the root vegetables, squash and pumpkin and root vegetables, things that are anchored of earth. And that's because our ancestors, they would go into that harvest time. But we also have cellular memories of social distraction, one to two minute entertainment, scrolling and measuring our lives by the number of likes or hearts we collect. Be present, be aware, unplug when you can and create a new version of what your cellular memory is. Be aware of your presence with your children or your grandchildren and what 
your actions might be imprinting in their cellular memory. Are you grabbing the phone to take a picture or are you physically with them? Be present, be present with yourself. And why do you need to take time off? Well, because you need a break. Taking breaks will leave you refreshed and rejuvenated. You need to retreat so that when you do come back, into a busy life. You can handle stress and it doesn't have detrimental impacts to your physical body, your etheric field, your emotional field, your mental field, or your spiritual body. You need a break. Take the time off. That's part of self-care, taking time for yourself and unplugging. And I hope as you go into the rest of this year, you find those graceful moments that you can step away, unplug, relax just for you and enjoy the moment. I'm Lori Wondra of Your Life Core, and thank you so much for listening. Thank you for listening to Messages from the Universe. I'm Lori Wondra. For current events or to schedule a private session, please visit www.yourlifecore.com.